How's everybody doing? You guys are, oh, thank you, Mel. Good. <laughs> Good. Awesome. Well, uh, obviously, Pastor Jeff's not here. Uh, he called me up Friday night, and um, he said, hey, I seriously hurt my knee. Um, is there any way you could preach on Friday? I was like, sure, man, why not? You know, I've always got a message prepared. You know, I'm ready in and out of season. So here we go, all right? So we'll see what happens. <laughs> um, no, I got, a, I got a good message for you. All right, it's going to be really good. Um, so, yes, uh, let me read something for you, and then um, we'll jump right into it. All right, 1 Corinthians 3, 9 through 11 says, You are God's field. field. You are God's building. Because of God's grace to me, I have laid the foundation like an expert builder. Now others are building on top of it, but whoever is building on this foundation must be careful. Whoever is building on this foundation must be careful. You see, when we receive Jesus into our lives, I got to say, it's great being up here. I love you guys so much. Just looking out here, it's just, it warms my heart. I got to get that out. Okay. Um, anyway, it's awesome. Um, but, you know, when we receive Jesus, uh, we, um, you know, are born again, and we have a, now a foundation, which is Jesus Christ. The foundation of our life is now Jesus Christ, all right? But every single day, we get to make choices, we get to make decisions on how we are going to build on top of that foundation. We are in charge of how our life is built, how our life is going to go. We are in charge of that. We make choices, we make decisions every single day that builds on top of that foundation. All right, so someday we get to stand before Jesus and he gets to show us our whole entire life and he gets to show us what our life was really, really like, and I just, I can't wait for that day, you know, but, um, but we get to um, choose how we build on top of this foundation, which is Jesus Christ, and I want to share uh, two ways today of, of how you can build on top of this foundation, all right, so let's pray real quick. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father God, so much. For today, we thank you, Lord Jesus, uh, just that you're here. Father, we don't have to look anywhere else, Lord Jesus, um, but, but you, are, you are here, Father God. We find everything we need in you, Lord Jesus. And so we just thank you, Father God, for that. Lord Jesus, I just rest right now in your grace and uh, your strength, Lord Jesus. Just give me the words to say, Father God. We do declare, Lord Jesus, that uh, Pastor Jeff's knee, Lord Jesus, is healed. And uh, we thank you, Father God, that every single ligament, every single part of that knee in Jesus' mighty name is healed right now. And uh, I just thank you, Father God, so much for that. And uh, we just love you, Lord Jesus, so much. Thank you, Father God, that the uh, Cavaliers will continue this winning streak uh, onto eight games and uh, destroy the 76ers because who wants to trust the process? All right, in Jesus' name, amen, everyone, amen. I'll drink to that, all right? Fiji water, I'm moving up in the world. Um, anyway, but, um, so I have, uh, I've made a, uh, a pretty serious decision in my life. Uh, I've come to a conclusion, um, and it's taken me a while, um, to, to, you know, come to this conclusion and process it and everything like that, but I have finally decided in my soul something, and that is I will never make it in the NBA, all right? And, uh, it's the truth, you know, um, it's... 
as much as I want to deny it, all right, I will never make it in the NBA. I'll never be LeBron James' teammate, all right? It's just a sad. And I probably should have known this my junior year when uh, I only played like 10 minutes the whole entire year. But he was counting, you know? All right, so, uh, but, you know, I sat the bench. All right, I'll admit it, okay? All right? But uh, I still love playing basketball. But there's a sport that I absolutely love to play right now, and it is uh, golf. Anybody, anybody, any golfers in here? Anybody? Exactly. Appreciate you. We'll talk afterwards. All right. Um, anyway, so um, golf right now is just my sport, and I love it. And uh, a lot of people think it's boring, but you know that's all right. But uh, anyway, I just, I love golf. All right. And uh, so the other uh, about eh, about a month ago or something like that, a little over a month ago, I was playing golf with uh, Nick Roller and BJ over here. We were playing golf, and it was, uh, you know, one of the last times I knew I was going to play. And, you know, I, was, I played a bunch of golf this season, so I was feeling pretty good. You know, I was, um, you know, shooting pretty good or whatever, you know. And uh, so I, I play against Nick Roller, and Nick Roller's pretty good, all right. And uh, he'll deny it all he wants, but he's pretty good, all right. So I came out there, and I was like, I... I want to destroy Nick Roller, all right? All right, I want to make sure that this Monday he remembers he was destroyed by Matt Chenoweth, all right? That was my entire goal, okay? That entire day, I just wanted to beat him, okay? So I, I you know, I was feeling good, you know, acted calm on the surface, but inside I had this fire, all right? But, uh, you know, so I, uh, I, the whole entire day, Believe it or not, I had the worst round of my life. Um, it was horrible, uh, and Nick had the best round of his life. So that's awesome. But um, anyway, so, but the whole entire day, here's the reason why I had the best day, or the worst day, was because I wanted to drive the ball about 500 yards every single time. And in golf, there's this thing where it's like, hey, trust the driver, you know, let the driver do the work, and, you know, let the, let the you know, irons do the work and everything like that. But instead of just, you know, remembering how to swing and everything like that and trusting the driver, I just kept on trying to kill it and trying to do it in my own strength, all right? We'll call it striving, okay? All right, that's the word of the day, striving, okay? So... I kept on striving to do it in my own strength, and I kept on trying to kill the ball instead of trusting the driver, all right? Now, this isn't, you know, the golf channel, so there is a point to this, all right? But, you know, there are, I, I believe that this is a, a, a type of, of choices that we make every single day on how we build our lives, that it's not just golf, but I believe that, Every single day, we are striving. We are striving to, to do something in life. We all have dreams. We all have goals. We all have uh, somebody, you know, a type of person that we want to become, a type of mom that we want to become, a type of dad that we want to become, um, the type of businessman, the type of teacher that we want to become. But we constantly find ourselves in this striving mode. This striving, this trying to do it on your own type of attitude. And, and, and you know, I am so guilty of this in my life. You know, when it, when it comes to my own uh, relationship with Jesus, you know, I mess up all the time, you know. And, um, and uh, constantly whenever I mess up, I, I, I just, I get in this striving and trying to do it on my own type of deal. All right, and um, and you know it's it's like you know I mess up and it's like Lord you know I'm I'm sorry you know this and this and this and I, I say this and I say this and it's like almost I'm trying to convince you know the Lord that He still loves me, 
you know? We all get into this striving type of attitude and, and this, this I'm trying to make it on my own. I'm trying to build my business. I'm, I'm trying to be the best teacher. I'm trying to be the best mom. And I, and I, I think about these ideas and these ideas and these ideas and, and doing it my way and doing it my way. And this is an attitude and, and, and a way and a choice that we choose to build our lives. We strive and we strive and we strive and we try and do it on our own. And how do we know that we are striving? We end up frustrated. We end up beside ourselves. We, we get in this stubborn mood of like, no, 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 this didn't work, but this will work right here. This will work right here. This idea will work, or this idea will work. I know that this idea didn't work, but, but I know that this idea will work. We end up frustrated. We end up angry. We end up disappointed. We end up, in the end, just, just wanting to quit. You know, last night I was, I was here late and um, trying to figure out a message to preach, all right? And, uh, and so, you know, I was thinking about messages that I had preached in the past. I was like, oh, that was a good message. You know, that, that was an okay message, all right? That was, that was a good message. That, that was a really good message right there. Right? People got set free that day, all right? But, you know, uh, you know there, there's, just, there's just so many messages that I would just constantly was, was trying to strive and come up with my own ideas and come up with, with my way of thinking and, and this and this and that. But the Lord was like, hey, you're striving right now. You're trying to do it in your own strength. You're trying to build this whole entire message around your ideas, around your strength. You're striving right now. So the Lord was like, talk about striving. I was like, well, that was easy. All right, sweet. All right, I'll talk about striving. This is cool. Well, we do this every single day. We strive, and we come up with our own ideas. And this is how we build our lives but there is also another way. There's also a way that we can build our lives. And that is on the grace of God. You know, a lot of people when they hear the word grace, they think of forgiveness. They think of, you know, God has cleansed my sins and everything like that. Grace, 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 grace. But grace is really just the word gift. Every single one of us have a gift inside of us. We all have dreams, we all have goals, we all have achievements in our lives that we want to have, and we are gifted to do those things. But a lot of times, we don't allow the grace of God to help us. And the grace of God is really just God's ability in your life to do something that you could not do on your own. It is God's grace and God's gift in your life that you can build your life upon. 2 Timothy 2 verse 1, it says, Timothy, my dear son, be strong in the grace that God gives you in Christ Jesus. 1 Timothy 4, verse 14, it says, Do not neglect the spiritual gift that you received through the prophecy. And 2 Timothy 1, verse 6, this is, why, this is why I remind you to fan into flame the spiritual gift God gave you. We all have this grace. We all have the grace of God to help us, 
to achieve dreams, to achieve um, goals that we have in life, to achieve this type of person that we want to become. You know, when I was um, um, a senior, five years ago, getting old, all right, but, uh, you know, older, but uh, <laughs> what? I'm ancient, pretty much, yeah, yeah. I'm ready to go see Jesus. Just kidding, I'm not ready. <laughs> That's a joke. That was a joke. I got lots to do. Um, anyway, so when I was a senior, um, I, um, Jeff and Jess moved down. Jeff and Jess is my brother-in-law. Or, they're both my brother-in-law. <laughs> Jess is my sister, and Jess is my brother-in-law, if you didn't know. But uh, they moved down from Michigan, and they moved to Dayton, Ohio, at the church that um, I was uh, going to, and I knew I was going to intern for them, and... Um, and so, anyway, it was my senior year, and, you know, obviously Jess was leading worship for the youth group, but they were like, hey, we need a male vocalist. And I perked up for some reason, and I thought, hey, I think I can sing. And, uh, and they were like, oh, that's cute. Give him a mic. And, uh, and so, um, you know, we, uh, we started, you know, doing live worship and everything like that. And I started singing this song uh, called Go by Hillsong. And, uh, and just a great song, all right? But, you know, it's fast-paced and everything like that. It's up and down. It's, it's bounced and everything like that. So you really don't have to be on pitch. You just have to have energy. Um, you know, so, you know, oh, so they told me. Um, <clears throat> but um, they, um, anyway, so I started leading this song. And, um, <laughs> listen, this stays in this room, all right? Okay, all right? If you're listening on podcasts, this stays in this car. Um, but, uh, anyway, so I started leading worship. And uh, at the time, uh, I was really, really into Hillsong. That's, that's why I really, really fell in love with Hillsong. All right? I knew about them, liked them, listened to them, and everything like that. But that's when I really, really fell in love with Hillsong. And they came out with this album, God is Able, which is phenomenal. And um, so I kept on watching, like, all of these, like, live concerts that they were doing. And, and I really just became obsessed with this guy named Joel Houston. All right? Anybody know who Joel Houston is? Okay, so I came obsessed with this guy named Joel Houston. If you don't know who he is, he's like the leader of like Hillsong. You know, he's whatever, but uh, writes all the songs. Okay, um, anyway, so I um, I really wanted to. He has really long hair, really greasy hair, and he's just kind of a dirty person in a way. You know, so I really wanted to become that, honestly. Um, but uh, so I, I tried to grow out my hair, you know, pretty long, and I wore like the swoop nets and everything like that. And that's when I started to wear skinny jeans. And you know, to be honest with you, I just uh, I really wanted to become Joel Houston. All right, that was just my goal in life. All right, I was like, he's a worship leader, I'm a worship leader. This is sweet. He's cool. I can become cool. Um, but you know, so I just really wanted to become Joel Houston. And so um, this is where I get vulnerable. Um, but uh, I, um, <laughs> I, I would listen to him uh, try and, you know, pump up the crowd and try and get them, you know, to, uh, you know, to sing and, and worship and everything like that. And, uh, and, and it got to the point where um, I would basically quote Joel Houston during uh, worship. And, uh, and not only quote him, I would also do the Australian accent. All right. So, all right. But, all right. Listen, we all fall short. Okay. Um, but anyway, so I would be like, I, you know, I'd be singing an American accent. And all of a sudden I'd be like, come on, oxygen. Let's just lift up our hands right now, you know. <laughs> 
All right, so listen, I was young, okay? All right, don't judge me. All right, but I, I kept on doing the Australian accent. People were like, who's that Australian guy up there? You know, I don't think he's Australian. Um, you know, so I just, you know, I, I don't know what I was thinking, all right? But I just wanted to be Joel Houston, okay? But, you know, it, it got to a point where I realized, you know, I, growing up, I never thought I would be a, a worship leader, you know, um, I, I, my, my goal in life is to be a youth pastor, you know, and eventually to be a senior pastor and everything like that, so worship leading was, was never on the mind or anything like that, but it came to a point where I knew that I had a gift, and, and I knew that, that I had an anointing, you know, to lead worship, and, and it didn't get to the, it got to the point where, where I realized that I had a gift and that I had to live in God's grace for that gift. And the whole Joel Houston phase, all right, was, was quite honestly just a bunch of striving, was quite honestly just a bunch of me doing it my way and, and, and coming up with my ideas, and, and go, or Joel Houston's ideas, but, you know, it just, it wasn't original at all, all right, but it, it was just a bunch of striving, okay, but it wasn't until I realized that if I just built this leading worship part of my life on God's grace, when I realized that I, I, I had a gift and that I have to build this gift and use this gift with the grace of God, that's when things begin to turn around in our youth group. You know, it was super frustrating. I remember, I mean, it was almost every single worship set where I was just like, what, what am I doing wrong? You know, I just, I said all the right things. I mean, I've been working on my Australian accent. Does it not sound good? You know, but uh, I, it just became frustrating. And the kids weren't getting it, and they weren't worshiping, and they weren't falling in love with Jesus, and all this, and all this, you know. It was just striving, and it became frustrating, and I just wanted to quit, and I tried to, but Jeff said no. And so, you know, it was just like uh, a very harsh no. But, um, you know, it, it was just all this striving in life, and it became frustrating, and it became, you know, I just wanted to quit, and I became beside myself, and I said, why don't they get it? Why don't they get it? But it was when I chose to build my life on God's ability, God's grace, God's ideas. And um, we moved buildings, and, and, and we had a, a summer camp. And when I decided to really live in God's grace for my life, that's when things turned around in worship. And you can go ahead and show that video real quick. This was our youth group. And that's, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. All right, this was our youth group. We had, you know, 200 kids that were just absolutely in love with Jesus. They were just absolutely in love with Jesus. And by the way, that's what the youth group's gonna look like someday, all right? But I had to choose to live in God's ability, to live in God's grace, to live not in my own strength, but in God's strength, in God's ideas, in God's way of doing things. You throw up that last verse, Ephesians. 
We've been reading this verse a lot, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. You can come on and play. Thanks, man. It says, now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Why do we strive in life? Why do we try and do it our own way? It's because I I believe, I know in my life, I believe that is God really able? If I trust him, if I say, all right, God, I'm gonna live in your grace, I'm gonna live in your strength, I'm gonna live in your ability, is God really able? I'm here to tell you today that he is. He is able. Because that verse tells us that God is able at work within us. His ability wants to be at work within us. His ideas, his thoughts, his ways of doing things. And you can go ahead and keep on living frustrated. You can go ahead and keep on living beside yourself and you can go ahead and keep on driving at 500 yards and just be frustrated in life. Or you can just know that God is able. God's able to bring your business to a new level. God's able to give you the ability to parent your children well. God is able. God is able. God is able. Why don't you stand out up with me this morning? If we start living in God's grace and we start building our lives in God's ability, we start listening to God when it comes to ideas for our business, we start listening to God and ideas when it comes to raising our kids, if we listen to God's ideas when it comes to how we teach our students, I guarantee you that it will take you to the next level. I guarantee it. But you don't have to listen to me. This is what the Word of God says. You throw that verse one more time. All glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. God is able to do something in your life that you have no idea. You had no idea you could accomplish. But it's according to his power. It's according to his grace. It's according to his ability to accomplish these things. You can keep on striving if you want. Be my guest. But every time I mess up and I try and strive and I try and do it my own way, what does God say? Just live in my grace. You're not able to save yourself. Only I can save you. You're not able to forgive yourself. Only I can forgive you. You don't have to convince me. Listen. 
me and Levi are not going to build the youth ministry based on our ideas. We're not going to build the youth ministry based on Hillsong's youth, what they're doing, because what they're doing is phenomenal. But we know that we have to build the youth ministry based off of God's grace and God's ideas and God's abilities and God's ways. And I think some of you know that you have to build your business, have to build your life, have to build um, any area of your life, parenting, based off of God's ideas and God's ability. So if you can think of something in your life that, man, I'm, I'm done striving. It's tiring. Striving, it, it's horrible. It's never fun. Listen, when I'm up here, I don't think I'm the greatest singer. In fact, I don't like to sing unless it's worship. And so when I'm up here, I'm not relying on my voice. I'm relying on God's ability. And I can kind of, I can strive all I want and I can try and make it happen and I can, you know, quote Joel Houston all I want or talk in an Australian accent all I want but in the end it's just frustrating because people don't get it but once I rely on God's grace man then people get it once I'm I'm just doing how what God tells me to do man then things begin to click so I want you to close your eyes real quick Maybe there's an area in your life right now where you know you've been striving. You've been striving, you've been striving, you've been striving, and you're just tired. Because you're striving and you're failing and you're frustrated and you just want to quit. But right now you need to say, God, I just trust in your grace. I trust in your ability. I know that you can take me to the next level. I know that only by your ability. Father God, we just thank you for this day. God, we thank you for your grace. God, we thank you that we don't have to do life on our own. We don't have to do life in our own strength. We don't have to do life on our own ability because we just fail. We just get frustrated. But God, we can rely on you. We can rely on your grace. We can rely on your ideas. So God, as we go from this place, Lord Jesus, we ask for your ways. We ask for your ability. We thank you that the grace of God is in us to accomplish more than we could ever think or imagine. You want us to be successful. You want us to be successful. 
Father God, we can only do it according to your ability. So Lord, we just thank you for that, Father God, so much. We just love you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for being here today. You're so good. You're so good. Come on, if you're comfortable, let's just throw up our hands right now. Let's just thank Jesus for his ability. Let's just thank Jesus for his grace. Come on, stir it up right now. Stir it up. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for your ability. We thank you that we go from this place, not, Lord, in our own strength, Lord Jesus, but by your might, by your power, Lord Jesus, we overcome. We're successful. We believe, Lord Jesus, that your ability is enough to accomplish our dreams, to achieve what we want in life, Lord Jesus, to become the person that we want to become, Lord Jesus, by your grace alone, Lord Jesus. We can become the husband, the wife, the father, the mother, the businessman, the teacher, the employee, Lord Jesus, that you want us to be. No matter how little or how big, Lord Jesus, only by your grace, Lord Jesus, can we accomplish these things. We love you, Lord Jesus. We love you. We love you. Everybody said.